Happens to everybody at some point. It's a new week and it's time for another article or podcast, but you just can't find the subject to write about or the thoughts to say. Call it writer's block or just plain old lack of creativity. Either way, it's a problem. How can you get back creativity when you feel that it's left you? That's the subject of this week's Technically Speaking podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Technically Speaking Podcast, the show where we talk about ministry and technology and how you can better minister to people through it. Uh, I am your host, Jack Dodgen, and today I want to talk about something that uh, has been a recurring problem for me uh, over the course of these 10 years in writing and uh, podcasting and other things, and that is uh, when you sit down to write or record, and the thoughts just aren't coming like they normally do. Uh, As I was thinking about this, I thought about the scene in Space Jam where uh, the pros have the basketball and it's got all all their abilities into it, and the monsters, you know, they put their hand on the ball, they absorb the powers, and then all of a sudden uh, you have these great basketball players who just don't have their ability anymore. All of a sudden, it's gone. They don't know where it went to. They just know that it's not there anymore uh, and that they don't have the ability that they always have within them. Uh, Some weeks, I feel like, hey, I know exactly what I want to write. I know exactly how I want to say it. I know exactly what I want to do with this. And then other weeks, I struggle just to think about, you know, what in the world is there to talk about this week? Uh, I have a theory about that, uh, and the theory is that creativity falls apart or you lose creativity because of one of two reasons, maybe both in some cases. Uh, There's not enough inflow that you're receiving or you're trying to put too much out there. We'll talk about those things uh, very soon, but first I want us to get to our tech tip for this episode. Sprout Social, they did some market research of various industries and looked at the best times for people to post on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. For today's tech tech tip, uh, considering that we're talking about creativity, uh, I'm assuming that the people listening to this episode are those that create things, and so I wanted to share uh, this thing that I had read uh, here on, on Sprout Social, and I'll be sure to link the article Uh, within the uh, description for this episode as well. Uh, This article was posted in March of this year, so the statistics are relatively recent and uh, something that can be trusted and there can uh, definitely be learned from uh, as to when you should post. And I'm going to focus specifically in on Facebook. Uh, According to what they wrote within this article, Facebook still reigns supreme in social media with more than 1.4 billion daily active users. Uh, and so you have Facebook really topping kind of the, uh, the the number of people that are using it on a daily basis. Now, the age ranges of people that are using that varies, um, though if you remember from a couple episodes ago, uh, we talked about how Generation Z, that is, those that are in college, not those graduating, that's kind of the tail end of the millennial group. So those in college, but not those graduating and under down through, I think, elementary school, 
uh, is Generation Z, and uh, statistics showed that they used Facebook slightly less than, I believe it was Snapchat first and then Instagram, though those might be flipped. Uh, but then Facebook is right up there with them, and that Twitter is extremely low for them. Um, and while Facebook is high, this was the other interesting thing to me, Facebook is high, but they don't really post on it. They go and read stuff on there, but they don't really post to Facebook because Facebook isn't cool, but it is still very a good source of uh, a very good source of information and news. And so you have a lot of people, those that are older, those that are younger, uh, that are involved on Facebook. And I assume that you probably use it to promote things. Uh, though, if you want to learn more about Instagram or Twitter, for example, uh, this article is a great source of that too. Here's what they go on to say about Facebook and when the the best time to post is. Uh, the best times to post on Facebook are Wednesday at noon and 2 p.m. and Thursday at 1 and 2 p.m. Uh, Thursday is the best day to post on Facebook in the week. The safest times to post include weekdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, Saturday has the least amount of engagements for Facebook in the week. And evenings and early mornings have the least amount of engagement in the day. Uh, that was something that, uh, I mean, I'm glad I read this. Because I tend to post, we post something typically 9.30 in the morning. Well, whenever we post, it's 9.30 in the morning. Uh, on Tuesdays and on Thursdays as well. So I've been posting on the best day of Thursday to Facebook. Uh, that's when my article goes up, but 9.30 is not a good time. Um, and it sounds like I ought to post later on in the day. Uh, 10 is a safe time, but 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, they went on to say that the reasoning for this uh, is very simple. Uh, if this data shows us anything, its engagement rates consistently peak during the midday on weekdays. The most engagements are sent on Facebook during typical lunch breaks on Wednesday and Thursday. This could be from users trying to reach out for help during lunch or simply due to the additional free time on their phone. Additionally, weekends tend to be poorer times for engagement, especially on Saturday. People are out and about on Saturdays, so don't expect much engagement when your audience is the busiest. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, though people are constantly connected to the online world, they're not constantly online. But during times like lunch where maybe they're eating by themselves because that you know they've got a quick lunch and that sort of thing, and then they have to get right back to work, uh, they'll sit there on their phone, scroll through, and check Facebook. And so that's a good time to probably catch the most people uh, that are following you and whatever it is that you put out. Uh, alternatively, Saturdays, Friday nights, that sort of stuff. Uh, Sundays as well, uh, not good times. You've got people at church, you've got people going on vacations and trips and probably getting away from their phones to some degree. And so don't post on days Saturday and Sunday uh, and try to post Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, between noon and 2, uh, and you'll get your best uh, reach during those times. All right, when it comes to creativity, I said earlier in the show uh, that it comes down to two things, inflow and or outflow. Uh, let's talk about inflow a little bit and what I mean by that. Uh, sometimes your creative, your creativity, I don't know why I struggle so much with that word today, uh, your creativity is going to struggle because you are trying to 
output from an empty cup. You're, you're trying to pour out of an empty cup. There's nothing there. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with, are you taking anything in? Or are you constantly just trying to put things out and produce stuff and all that? Uh, that's what inflow is. You, you need to be taking in a steady source of information from other people who create. Now, there are a couple ways to do this. The first one, very simple, read. Uh, more reading will make you a better writer. It'll make you uh, more knowledgeable about certain things. It will help you to learn and grow. Uh, and uh, one of the things that I've been doing uh, recently is uh, I, I used to read at night before I went to bed and then having kids and not knowing what time in the middle of the night I was going to be woken up uh, kind of changed all that. And so it turned into, okay, I don't really read at night. Um, also, my job involves people and being an introverted person, I started using nighttime to unwind and just have time for myself and that was typically in watching videos or playing video games or just watching TV with my wife or something like that. And so I got away from reading. And so one of the things that I started to do is whenever I would come into the office, uh, I would sit down and I would read at least a chapter of whatever book it was that I was working on. Uh, and while that is not as much as I used to read, uh, it is better than I have been doing over the last uh, year or so as far as my reading is concerned. And so I come in, I knock out a chapter or two and read that, and it doesn't take very long, uh, but I am taking a little bit in. And I've noticed that uh, having done this for several months, it's helped my writing just to be better. My vocabulary has increased. Uh, I may not be able to say words properly all the time, uh, but I, I notice as I'm proofreading my articles that, oh, I've already used this word three times. I need to find a synonym for this. Uh, and even when I talk, sometimes I, I consciously use different words to explain similar ideas just so it doesn't sound so dry. Well, a reading is what I attribute that change of my grammar to. Uh, the other thing with that is it expands your thoughts. Uh, on various ideas. Uh, different writers will cover things in different ways, ways that you may not have thought of, and that in turn is going to affect you as a writer because it's showing you a new perspective. Uh, and it may, you may have something that you've wanted to write about for a long time, but you just haven't really found the way to do it. Well, reading other people and seeing their perspective and how they come at a problem uh, may help you to go, oh, what if I approach this topic that's been bugging me for half a year and I approach it from this angle instead? And now all of a sudden you've got your article. That doesn't happen unless you have some degree of inflow. Uh, the third thing that I would say to this, aside from expanding vocab and expanding thoughts, is that it can spark ideas. And this is true of reading people you agree with and those that you disagree with. You don't have to read from people who... Uh, think the exact same things or generally think the same way that you do. Uh, reading from people you disagree with can also help spark ideas. Oh, here is why this person thinks this thing, but I disagree with that, and so I'm going to write something that addresses that. It's good to know that that's where somebody else is coming from, but here's why I think that that perspective is flawed or may not have merit, or here's the hole I see in all of that. Uh, and that may provide you with uh, some kind of writing material as well. And I want to encourage you on all of this before we go on to the next part of inflow here. Uh, don't just read from people that are in 
whatever niche you kind of fill. I write a lot of cultural, religious sort of stuff. That's what this podcast is in many ways. It's the culture of technology with you know, ministry and religion and combining those things. That's a lot of what my writing is as well. What's happening in the culture and how does that, how does Christianity work within that and all those things. But I don't just read those types of books from other people or those types of blogs from other people. In fact, a lot of reading that I do, though the majority of it is religious or cultural in nature, a lot of the reading I do is uh, about one of my hobbies that I'll mention here in just a moment. Uh, one of my hobbies, and that has nothing to do with religion or really even culture outside of the the little subset of that gaming culture. Um, but it's a it's a good thing to see how they write, how they approach these problems within a game and design and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, and that helps me to expand the way that I write and get better as well. And so it doesn't really matter what you read unless you're picking up, you know, your child's children's books or something. And uh, it does need to have words and it needs to have uh, words that are not you know, for four-year-olds and that sort of thing, uh, for this to be really effective. But if you sit down and take some time to read from other people, uh, regardless of where they're coming from, regardless of what type of stuff they're writing, that will help you with your inflow and help you to be more creative ultimately. Uh, Here's the second part of inflow, and that is have some kind of hobby, uh, something that to some degree takes you away from what it is you're trying to create, but also allows you uh, to be creative in another way. Uh, that hobby can be anything. I mean, you there are, there's stamp collecting. There's, you know, that's the joke, right? There's, there's stamp collecting. There's bike riding. You can go running. You can take up uh, rock climbing. There are a lot of indoor places to do that. You can take up, in my case, uh, card games. I Over the last couple years, I believe, I've taken up uh, Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone. I play that quite a bit. And those are two games, card games that you play against other people, but they are a tremendous creative outlet, both in how you build your deck of cards that you're going to play with, to how each game plays out, to how each turn plays out. Uh, You're constantly thinking about uh, what is in my hand, what might be in my opponent's hand, what's on the board, how do I deal with this problem, how do I get to a point where I start winning this game and can close it out and all of those things. Uh, And it's it's an extremely like mentally taxing sort of game. It requires a lot of thought and a lot of uh, processing, but I love it. And it keeps my brain active and creative in a different way, but it still keeps my brain moving and thinking and all of that. And so when it comes time to do the stuff like writing, while I haven't thought about my writing for a day or so, I have been thinking and using my brain. So it's it's ready. It's It's ready to go. And now that I've taken a little bit of a break, Uh, and take an inflow of a different kind through this hobby, uh, I'm ready to sit down and write and just kind of let the the thoughts flow a little bit more. Uh, So you might not be creative or you might be going through a lack of creativity or your writer's block because you're not getting enough inflow. Uh, Take up a hobby, sit down and start reading a little more, even if it's just a tiny bit a day. Maybe it's just an article a day. Start somewhere, start taking information in from other people, other writers that you appreciate, and that will ultimately help you get past your creative block. Uh, Here's the second problem that comes up with creativity. You may be struggling in your creativity because you have too much outflow. 
Uh, and this is going to manifest itself. Uh, I've, I've taken more time than I intended here, which is normal. Um, so I'm going to try to go through these really quick. Here's the first part. Uh, you might be pushing yourself too much. You, your creativity might be running out because you're trying to do far too much. You're spreading your creativity way too thin with all the stuff that you want to post. You know, I want to, I want to do two articles a week and a podcast and a picture and this other thing. Uh, that, that might be too much for you, and that's okay. Somebody else might be able to do that. Um, some other sites aren't doing that with one person. You, you need to keep in mind you're just one person. And these other websites, uh, and I've done this too, I've looked at what these other websites are doing and what I read online of, oh, it'd be, you know, it's good to post once every day uh, or twice if you can. And so I've tried to do that. And I realized, okay, these other websites have a staff of writers. I'm just me. Okay, I can only do what I can do. Uh, in fact, I for a while there, I was writing every single week, and in some cases, I wrote a couple, uh, and that just wasn't sustainable. I, I might have a list of ideas for articles, and I just blew right through them, and I uploaded stuff that wasn't that great sometimes. The, the quality was just not good, and it was because I was spreading myself too thin. And so if you look at Strong Church now, I write, every other week, and I do this podcast to fill in that gap every other week, uh, and I do some podcasts as well every other week with somebody else, but even there, the burden of doing the whole thing is not on my shoulders. It's a little bit more that I've added to the plate, but not a lot. It's not a whole nother article. Uh, I realized I needed to back off from a, an article every week. It just it wasn't up to what I needed it to be and what I thought it should be. And so back back off that, scale back a little bit. If if you find yourself running out of creativity, scale back on what it is that you're doing. If you really insist on, I need to have two articles and a podcast or something, then take one idea, uh, take whatever your article is, uh, and break that up into two articles. Make your article smaller and cover both aspects. And so instead of an article with two points, it's an article with one point and a second article with another point. And then in your podcast, just talk about that subject a little more in depth. Maybe spend some time on an aspect of the article that you couldn't really write about without really going in a weird place with the article, but, you know, chase the rabbit on the podcast. And that way you've done the work and just spread out that work over three things instead of doing three separate works for three different things. Uh, be smarter about that and, and help your outflow to not be too much. Here's the second one. Take some time away. Uh, go on vacation. Post some old articles in the days that you're supposed to have an article go up. Uh, just do a throwback from time to time. Give yourself a week off so that you can have some time to recharge. Um, have people guest write for you uh, and promote them. If there are people that you read, other other Christian sites, in my case, I'll go and talk to them and I'll say, hey, I would love to share this article or I'd, I'd love for you to write something for me. And uh, one thing I found that uh, a lot of these Christian bloggers who write their platform is not as big as Strong Church. That's not to say that ours is huge, but ours is bigger than people starting out. Uh, and if I like some of the stuff I've read, I say, hey, would you mind writing something for us? They think it's great because it gives them an opportunity to write something to a bigger audience, and I get a week off. And so it's it's really helpful. 
so do that. Reach out to people that you appreciate whose writing that you, you like or appreciate and have them send you something so that you can take a week off and let your creativity kind of come back a little more. Uh, or as I said in the last point, you know, take up a hobby. Uh, find something to do that uh, it doesn't have to be challenging to your brain. Maybe you, maybe your hobby is uh, some show where you kind of just turn your brain off and uh, allow your brain to just rest for a little while. Uh, but find something to do that that gives you a little time away uh, from your your writing, from your creative processes, and that will help uh, your creativity to come back. Here's the third thing: uh, keep a list of ideas or keep a way to at least record those ideas on you. It could be one of those little moleskin journal things. You carry it around in your pocket. Uh, I don't know if you're like me, but whenever I leave the house, I always check phone, wallet, keys. Do I have all three of those things? Because I need them. Um, just add journal into that. Uh, the phone that I got a year or so ago, it has a stylus on the bottom and as soon as you pull the stylus out it pulls up a screen that you can write on and it'll save that in your notes i've used that so much since i have received this phone and i write constantly oh this would be a good sermon this would be a good article this would be a good subject to cover and the more you do that at those times where you spontaneously create uh, because your mind will say hey there's a there's an illustration for you here's something to write about the more you have something with you where you can write that stuff down, the less creating you have to do later because you've already done that part. You've already come up with an idea. Maybe you've even got your points. Now you just need to refer back to your phone uh, or your, your journal and go revisit that idea and go, oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to do, and there we go. Uh, so just to recap very quickly, if you are running out of creativity, you find yourself in a, in a writer's block or in a rut, uh, it might be because you're not getting enough inflow. So find a hobby, take some time to read, absorb information from other creators so that your brain can have time to absorb the ideas of others instead of constantly just trying to spit out your own. Uh, and then in regards to outflow, you, you might have trouble creating because you're trying to put too much out, and so scale back in that case, uh, or take a vacation, take some time, go do something you enjoy, go out with your family, go watch a movie, something where you can either shut your brain off or take your brain in a different direction so that you can give yourself more time to, to uh, rest your brain and get your creativity back. Uh, and keep a list of ideas so that at times where you're not feeling creative, you have a book or a journal or a phone that you can kind of lean back on and say, okay, these were some ideas I wrote down a few weeks ago or a few months ago. Why don't I try to revisit one of those ideas? All right, it's time for the call to action here at the end of the show. And uh, normally I have a very specific thing to do, uh, but this week it's a little different. Your call to action depends on where you are. If if you don't think that you're putting too much content out, you're just not getting enough inflow, then I want to encourage you this week, start, start reading. Uh, try to find a book that you've wanted to read for a while and just try to read one chapter a day. J just one chapter. I understand you might look at it and go, yeah, but I used to read half a book. I used to knock out a book over the weekend. I understand, but a chapter a day is better than none. So just start back little by little, trying to take some sort of inflow and let that help you. Maybe your problem is outflow. 
let the people who depend on you for some kind of content, let them know, okay, I need to take a break this week. Just be honest with them and say, um, we won't have a new article this week. I'm going to, I'm going to run an old one or I'm going to run a guest post, uh, because I'm in a bit of a writing rut and I need to take a week or so off. Uh, and go ahead and do that, and that'll help you with your creativity. Your followers are un- will understand. You're not going to lose everybody. Uh, it'll be all right. And so whatever you need to do, that's your call to action this week. I encourage you to do those things. Uh, I'm Jack Dodge, and this has been the Technically Speaking Podcast. And remember that no matter where you go, online or off, you represent Jesus Christ. So represent him well. I'll see you